He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of the righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Matthew 10 verse 41. Impartation. As you receive the prophet, you children will manifest a prophetic anointing. I remember when my mother would invite missionaries into the house. We had missionaries all the time coming into the house. Prophets, apostles, more than anything, evangelists and missionaries. And when she welcomed them into the house, I began to catch a hold of their purpose, their destiny, their assignment, and their anointing. Now, I didn't know, but by the fact I was interested in these men coming to the house, certain things in them were getting into me. I was receiving them. And as she welcomed them into her house, so her children took on the prophetic anointing, the missionary anointing. I took my first steps between two missionaries. And I've been walking as a missionary basically ever since. So whoever you welcome into your house, mothers and fathers, hey, you children are going to take on that anointing if they follow in the Lord. In the church can be a house and in your home, house. Hallelujah. Sister Bernice, you have some missionaries rising up in your family. Some preachers. You may even go where I come from, Wales. Oh, hallelujah. Because if you welcome a prophet, then the children take on his anointing. Amen. Glory be to God. Welcome a missionary. Your children take on that anointing. If you welcome, welcome, welcome them into the house. As you, as you welcome in your pastor receiving his teaching. So your children are going to rise up to be pastors and men of God. Oh, hallelujah. We're talking about this generation. The blessing that is discernible is the blessing that is transferable. God says, if you can discern what is in Abraham, then I put what is in Abraham, the nations, I put them in Isaac. If you can discern what's in Moses, then I put what's in Moses in Joshua. If you can discern what's in Paul, I put what's in Paul into Timothy. The blessing that is discernible is a blessing that is transferable. Oh, hallelujah. Recognition. I believe we are living in a day and age where God wants to raise up young men and women to do great things for God. Great things for God. Great things for God. The blessing is going to be on his seat. Deuteronomy 10, 17, 19. For the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of hosts, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who does not show partiality nor take a bribe. He executes justice for the orphan and the widow and shows love for the alien by giving him food and clothing. Hallelujah. I've been showed some of that love this week. Amen. So show your love for the alien, for your aliens in the land of Egypt. America is a nation built on the immigration, a lot of foreigners. America has missionaries because America welcomes missionaries. You become one of the greatest nations in the world. Uh, as far as reaching the world, it's because you welcomed in the missionaries. And because you took them in, you were able to take them out in a far greater number. Because you welcomed in those who were Christian, you became the most Christian nation in the world and the most effective nation in the world in effectively sending missionaries all over the world. You welcomed them into your house. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. 
And the Levite, because he has no portion or inheritance among you. And the alien, the orphan, and the widow who are in your town shall come and eat and be satisfied in order that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. Oh, you welcome them. America have welcomed preachers from all over the world like no other nation. Nations have closed their doors to missionaries today. That's why there is no Christian witness in their own nation. But because you welcome them in, you were able to send them out in far greater number. Psalm 112 says, Praise ye the Lord, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. His seed shall be mighty on the earth. My grandfather started preaching at 22. My father at 20. Myself at 19. I got an 18 year old son who started preaching at 15. The Bible says, His seed shall be mighty. So if my grandfather was mighty, my father was mighty, mighty, I am mighty, 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 and my son is mighty, 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 mighty. A <laughs> grandfather spoke in the little towns of Wales, carried a banner, repent or perish. Want a very happy message? That's what God told him to preach. My father went to the villages of South Wales, preaching about Jesus. I've come to America. My son will go further. Each generation that lives becomes mightier, more blessed, more prosperous, and greater than its forefathers. So if your grandfather was mighty, your father was mighty, mighty, you will be mighty, mighty. Mighty. His seed shall be mighty in the earth. So you can see how you will do ten times or four times as much as your grandfather. Twice as much as your father. What your father built, you will build even bigger. Your sons will build even bigger than you again. So if your grandfather had a ministry, your father... May have had a bigger ministry, but even if he didn't, your ministry is still going to be bigger than your grandfather. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you excited about that? Because this seed shall be mighty on the earth, and that's a promise you can declare over each and every one of your children. Amen. You could tell them you are going to be great on this earth. But when you go to Baylor University, don't think that it's your intellect that have got you there. It's because your father was upright. (laughs) 